we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for April 11th, 2022. Next report, uh, it was a good segue from the last where we were talking about specific subjects and now we're going to segue into this um, bombshell video. Ec economist at World Government Summit says new financial order about to shift in a new a dramatic new direction the new world order financial reset being openly discussed at the quote world government summit of 2022 <clears throat> and remember when this when the whispers of the new world order thing were out there back in the maybe late 80s into whatever a lot of people said oh that's just whatever that's just a conspiracy theory and these types of things and now here we are finally full circle where it's all being out in the open discussed we're going to go over report after report after report where it's just now it's just the the norm to openly announce this <clears throat> the world government summit was underway last week in dubai and we've already got a bombshell to report on let's take a look at the speakers and panels starting with mr great reset himself klaus schwab founder of the world economic forum and the fourth industrial Reset. Schwab gave a talk entitled, Our World Today, Why Government Must Act Now. And he said, quote, Thank you to His Excellency for enabling the initiative to define a longer-term narrative to make the world more resilient, more inclusive, meaning we need to have about another 49 other letters after LGBTQ, um, and more sustainable, which is sustainable is always a buzzword essentially for taking away all of your rights, taking away anything that you have the government owning you and making sure that you can only live in stack and pack housing while there's only little tiny corridors you can transgress and wherever um, tra um transport yourself in wherever you're living these these um you know because of the whole sustainable development and all of these um un unesco type of corridors that they want to create everywhere <clears throat> and the maps are those maps have been widely available for years so Schwab states this during his address, the use of the term narrative is important because in January of 2021, Klaus and the World Economic Forum announced the next great, the next phase of the Great Reset. Also, they're referring to it as the Great Narrative. <clears throat> as with the Great Narrative event, the World Economic Summit was also held in Dubai. During Schwab's short talk, he mentioned his main, he mentioned that his main project, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which is essentially the digital panopticon of the future where digital surveillance is omnipresent and humanity uses digital technology to alter our lives often associated with terms like the internet of things the internet of bodies the internet of humans the internet of senses this world will be powered by 5g and 6g technology of course schwab and the other globalists um <clears throat> and the fourth industrial revolution also lends itself toward more central planning and top-down control. The goal is to track and trace society where all transactions are logged. And this is why we have to have digital currencies because they can't do that with cash. They can't do that with coinage, okay? Um, not near as easily, at least. <clears throat> Every person has a digital ID that can be tracked. And again, this is why they're trying to bring in the VAX. Well, they want everybody to have a smartphone and then they want you to eventually to move us into a system where you'll have to show your vaccine passport to go anywhere. Everything will be tied in with a social credit score and all this other stuff. Um, and social malcontents are locked out of society via social credit scores like 
they do in China. We're going to talk about that more too. Immediately following Schwab was a panel which made no attempt to hide the goals of the globalists. The panel, um, <clears throat> which basically, I guess the panel, the, the title of the panel was, Are We Ready for a New World Order? That was literally, there's a link here, and it's www.worldgovernmentsummit.org, details, events, session, detail. There was a session titled, Are We Ready for a New World Order? I just wonder, you know, what the, have the 501c3 pastors, corporate pastors prepared their congregations for this? I mean, it's it's biblical. We, we we have to move into a system of one world government, one world currency, one world religion if we're going to have the emergence of the Antichrist and the false prophet because that will be the norm under their rule. It's not going to happen overnight. But from a biblical perspective, we should be actually expecting this to happen. You know, this uh, section featured Fred Kemp, president and CEO of the Atlantic Council since 2007, as well as an anchor for CNN and a former advisor to former President George W. Bush. Uh, going forward, Dr. Pippa Malgram, a top American economist who served as a special advisor to former President George W. Bush, there was his name again, and I think he was the first one that openly announced the New World Order thing. I, I'm pretty sure he was the, he, at least he was definitely one of the first that openly openly vocalized it. Okay, here here's him announcing this way, way back, I maybe the 80s? Oh no, 91. It was actually announcing um, the invasion of Iraq, and this was part of that, on uh, January 16th, 1991. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. Oh, yeah. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible... Pretty sure this is the speech where he's definitely got one reptilian slit in the left eye, I believe. It's kind of grainy, the footage, but yeah, there's been several clips I've seen of him where the slits are definitely present, and, you know, this is archive footage, so I'm not going to apologize for something that's in archive footage that, you know, is there. United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the yeah, UN. Yeah, because we know the United Nations is so above board and always on the side of righteousness. Okay, so I just wanted to play that because both of these people, evidently, this the lady that you'll hear here, Dr. Pippa Malgram, top American economist who served as special advisor to former George W. Bush. And again, this guy, this uh, uh, Fred Kemp, who was the featured speaker, he was a former advisor to President George W. Bush. And he was the guy, like I said, as we just heard, in 91, 
was the first, I believe it was the first place where a, a politician at that high a level openly stated this New World Order thing over and over to the world. Okay, so it's it's kind of uh, fitting, I guess. But this Dr. Pippa Malgram, a top American economist who served as a special advisor to President George W. Bush, made a special that, a statement that confirms everything myself and others have been reporting on for quite some time, that a cashless society is looming right around the corner. And so let's hear from directly from this exact um, New World Order financial reset being discussed at this summit. And this is under the section of the summit, Are We Ready for a New World Order? I mean, I don't know how much more in your face it could get. <laughs> and the title of this session, Are We Ready for a New World Order? And so I think we have to go deeper. And it's not about the U.S. versus China. It's about what underpins a world order is always the financial system. Mm. Uh, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard in 71. And so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. Yeah. Digital. So you'll, you won't be able to buy, sell, or trade without it, which is a prerequisite to get us into the mark of the beast. You, you can't have a mark in your, your right hand or forehead wherewith you won't be able to buy, sell, or whatever without it, as the Bible says in Revelation. You can't have that and have paper currency along with it. It wouldn't work. They want to have you locked into something that there's no way you can get out of. And this is why I have told my listeners for many, many years to fight this, to not participate in this, expose it, because this gets us into the new world order this gets us a major step closer to the mark of the beast it's digital it means having a almost perfect record of every yeah. single transaction that happens yeah. in the economy Don't know every single thing every little tiny bit of money that you're trying and, and i mean they view that as a good thing i view that as a dystopian nightmare of you know epic proportions this is basically what they've already got in china and it's, it's a nightmare to, to live in that place. Which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. In my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money. Oh, yeah. Uh, but also, this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. But what I see are superpowers. Private. What's private about something that's online digital? I know there's there's arguments for and against it, but come on. At the end of the day, this is all going to be amalgamated into this system. You know, it's all going to be assimilated, amalgamated into it. And at the end of the day, you're going to have this cashless society under the Antichrist and false prophet. You're seeing digital currency. The Chinese were the first 
The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. And the vaccine passports have made a major stride in that area, too. And that's a big part of the whole reason for COVID-19, which they said, Klaus Schwab said in his Fourth Industrial Revolution, you know, that was the first step to bring us into the Fourth Industrial Revolution because of all the rights that you had to give them, how everything went so much more digital, how everything became more amalgamated into, into the smartphones. I mean, especially if you've already opted in for uh, the vaccine passport garbage, that type of stuff. And the question is, will that new system of digital money and digital accounting accommodate the competing needs of the citizens of all these locations so that every human being has a chance to have a better life? Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's really what it's all about. They, what, they, what she meant to say is that so that every citizen will be enslaved and love their servitude and they will own nothing and love it, as they've had even on billboards that they've advertised so i don't really want to give that fork tongue snake in the grass devil anymore it was like six more seconds so um but that was dr pippa malgram uh then we have this uh a new world order a, a, a new and this is a just a totally different report new world financial order will be negotiated says moscow russia a new financial order will be negotiated in the world and the West won't have the main say in it anymore, ex-Russian President Dmitry Medvedev has claimed. Um, the hellish sanctions imposed on Russia by the US, EU, EU, and allies over the conflict in Ukraine have failed to cripple the country, but instead returning to the West like a boomerang. Uh, he said that uh, confidence in reserve currencies are fading like the morning mist. And the prospect of an of abandoning the dollar in the euro in this role does not seem like much of an unrealistic prospect anymore. See if they can collapse the euro and the dollar in the main currencies, and then they come in with their alternative, which will be digital, most likely. Uh, no matter if they want it or not, they'll have to negotiate a new financial order. So, just a slightly different slant on everything. I saw this the other day, a little thing here. It says, a dog had his chain reduced one link at a time every few days until the chain was so short he could barely move he never resisted because he was conditioned to the loss of his freedom slowly over time it's happening to americans it's already happened to the chinese it's the europeans and canadians are are, are ahead of the americans in that regard you know and you know <laughs> I just say resist it wherever you can. Don't don't go along with the wickedness. Whenever you can, please. Uh, Russia-Ukraine war to trigger new world order. BlackRock CEO says Russia's war in the Ukraine will trigger a new world order, taking globalization into a different phase. BlackRock's billionaire CEO Larry Fink, what an appropriate last name, told an investment conference on Monday. Uh, Fink, who heads the largest asset management company in the world, BlackRock, said faltering supply chains would force firms to seek suppliers closer to home, upending the current model. So there's another guy saying that we're going into a new world order. Everybody's saying it, basically. Russia's saying it. The United States is saying it. BlackRock's saying it. The UN conferences are saying it. They're all, it's all out in the open now. Then the incoming tyranny of CBDCs which are related to cryptocurrency and blockchain. 
Our newest short video is entitled The Incoming Tyr Tyranny of the CBCDs. In our latest video, uh, we explain what they are and how to engage your lesser magistrates to stop this evil jurisdiction. Now, this is from Pastor... Um, oh, the pastor I've been playing a, a ton lately. A anyway, I posted this in here on what is a CBDC. It stands for Central Bank Digital Currency. Okay, this is a absolute. This is a uh, definition from Investopedia.com. Uh, CBDCs are digital tokens similar to cryptocurrency issued by a central bank. Though they are pegged to the value of the country's fiat currency, which fiat means fake. But okay, the introduction and evolution of cryptocurrency and blockchain technology have created further interest in cashless societies and digital currencies. Yeah. Thus, governments and central banks worldwide are exploring the possibility of using government-backed digital currency. And I hate to say this, but I see a lot of Christians posting that, oh, just ride the wave. Do, you know, invest in crypto. You're going to make a killing and all this other stuff. You do your homework. And I'm like, guys, uh, in all humility, I hate to say this. I hate to burst your bubble, but... I hope you realize that the very things you're investing in are the very vehicle that is going to get us into a cashless society. But they're seeing dollar signs, so it doesn't matter. Well, I, again, Galatians 4.16, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? N nobody can refute what I'm saying. I posted this online, you know, Facebook dummy account that every, every once in a while I go on and, you know, I guess they don't care. Um, I hope I get them thinking at least. When and if they're implemented, these currencies will have the full faith and backing of the government. Oh, of the satanic governments, great. That issued them just like fiat money, even though nothing's backing fiat money because it's fake. Remember what she said? They took us off the gold standard or whatever. I really is more off the silver standard in 71. She said the gold. Gold was 1933. Silver, I believe, was 71. When they took all, they removed all silver out of any coinage. Because I believe there was still some silver in like half or maybe silver dollars had some. The quarters they took out in 64. The quarters and the dimes they took out the silver, I'm sorry, in 65. Anything up to 64 on the silver coinage, it had 90% silver content. 90%. Quarters uh dimes half dollars and silver dollars okay anyway um going further here this goes on to say you must be aware of the incoming tyranny that governments and corporations plan to establish with these cbdc's this has been their end goal for some time um and it's just what that woman that pippa lady was talking about okay that's how they're going to do this. The government issued digital tokens that the government will back like they back their fiat. But, you know, in order to have that, everybody's got to pretty much have a smartphone, too, as far as I can see. Your life's got to be tied into that. And see, the more you resist, the more people that resist the smartphone. And, you know, I saw an encouraging uh, little report that I'm, I'm going to put out in the next newsletter, which will come out, Lord willing, this week. And it's um, entitled Dumb Phone. You know how there's smartphones where well, there's dumb phone sales are soaring. 
as people revolt against the over overwhelmingly against smartphones because see they're doing all this stuff right now where they're forcing you to go off 3g networks onto you know at least 4g networks but they would rather you have a smartphone i just ran up against this i've been dealing with it for months trying to whatever um you can still do though a like kind of b-rated flip phone okay um which is i don't view that i mean without a touchscreen or anything i don't really view that as a smartphone uh, but that's kind of where they're they're trying to uh, push every. They're trying really super bad because oh, our, our, we're we're um, we're tearing down our three G network, so you've got to upgrade. You know, they're trying to pigeonhole you into into doing this. I mean, I was getting on. I had that one three G, and and I mean, I was getting calls from multiple multiple messages all like every day sometimes. Oh, you must update to your what and i'm like this is so satanically obvious why it's so important for everybody to have a stinking smartphone and literally you go up to the website and you'd say okay what are my options there's not one they all they got are these garbage kind of flip phones which are you know no keyboard phones no nothing like that but there's like one flip phone option and then there's like you know tons of of smartphones that you can do because they've got to have everybody having a smartphone also in order to implement this when it gets to the mark of the beast and the um in your forehead or right hand i believe most of the tech will be inside your body at that point you know you get you go from a smartphone to neural implants to you know where it's inside your body and that has a lot to do with all the nanotech that is being um uh self-assembling in people's bodies who have taken the COVID kill shot. That also relates to this heavily, how that's going to interact with the five, 5G and 6G networks. I mean, there, you old Satan, old Splitfoot's really done his homework on this one, I'll tell you. He really has. It, it says in this report, I just clicked on, according to BBC, dumb phones, which are, you know, just like a flip phone, are enjoying a revival. Google searches for them jumped by 89% between 2018 and 2021, according to the report by software firm SEM Rush. Um, sales figures are hard to come by, but one report said the global purchases of dumb phones were due to hit 1 billion units last year, up from 400 million in 2019. And I, I personally, I just do the least bare bones, least amount of things on a phone like this. I, I just, I don't access the internet with it. I just use it to call other numbers or text them texting is a nightmare because i don't have a keyboard anymore so that's fun um but um that's it i don't use it for any other application purpose nothing i'm not accessing the internet i'm doing any not doing any kind of financial track i am trying to stay as far away from this as i possibly can because i know where this ends up and i feel like i'd be a hypocrite saying all these years oh don't get a smartphone and then i, fi I finally got one I, mean, I broke down and got one no it's not gonna happen um so anyway, that's a whole report that I will be putting out in my next um, newsletter. And again, I'm not, I'm not here to belittle anybody. I'm sure the vast majority of my listeners have smartphones. I get it. I understand. I'm just telling you guys where this, where's this ends up, and why it's so important for the satanic system for everybody to have a smartphone. I've been saying it for years. Okay. Um, 
You must be aware of the incoming tyranny that governments and corporations plan to establish with CBDCs. This has been the end goal for some time. And in order to get there, you will see them distract, malign, lie in, in order to convince the public that these are for their benefit. Um, then there's an interview Joe Rogan just did, Caution Profanity, with this guy, Majid Nawaz. It's very insightful. And then also here's a full video of Vicki Simmons' interaction with her local magistrates about this. You're going to hear a little bit of that in this brief video clip that I'm going to play right now. Yeah, this is from Defy Tyrants. Uh, I'd probably look for them on, on Rumble. Pastor Trawila, I believe it's something of that um, thing. And he's going to be talking, he's talking about this. A study in the history of governments shows that currency is often used as a means of control to control the people. And due to technology, we are reaching an apex where they want to create a surveillance system over your entire life and every person's life on the entire planet through a tool called Central Bank Digital Currencies, CBDCs. This is being talked about by governments, corporations, and businesses around the world. Their goal is to produce a cashless society where they determine what you eat or if you eat. Here is a short video of Joe Rogan interviewing a guest that explains succinctly what these CBDCs are all about. Do you feel like you're sounding the alarm yes. for people that don't understand what is going on? So here, I'll put it up for you here. Yeah? Now this is liberal Joe Rogan, essentially. And he brings this guy on. He says, yes, I'll put it up for here. So there's the video. So he's going to show him. He's going to show him where this all ends up with the CBDCs. So there's the video. The group of the world's seven most advanced economies, the G7, is launching a set of public policy principles for retail central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. <clears throat> Central bank digital currencies could be a digital version of money, a bit like a digital banknote. Right, so that's the guy who runs our economy in the UK. He's named the Chancellor of the Exchequer. And here is the article. Bank of England tells ministers to intervene on digital currency programming. Yeah? And here's a quote from the article. Digital cash could be programmed to ensure it is only spent on essentials or goods which an employer or government deems to be sensible. Holy I'm going to take it one step further for you, They Joe. kind of blot, blotted that out. But yeah, so that was Joe Rogan's reaction. Digital currency could be programmed to ensure that it is only spent on essentials or goods which an employer or government deems. So they're going to, like this woman said, this Pippa lady, they're going to have total control and autonomy over every single citizen that goes into this system. I mean, this is... <laughs> Uh, it's it's very 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 bad. They're already doing this in China, so it's unbelievable. So the checkpoint Charlie exists everywhere. They bring in digital banking, <clears throat> central banking, digital currencies. You've got a scenario now that you're checking in and out everywhere you go mm -hmm. using vouchers that are programmed, and you can only spend where you're told you can spend them. There's another word for that, man. That's called the Chinese social credit system. Right. So what they are telling us, and when I say they, who's they? People in power. That's the head of our economy, the Chancellor of the Exchequer. Second most powerful person other than the Prime Minister and maybe the Foreign Secretary in the UK, right? 
He's telling us, I just played it there for you. He's telling us that's what he, as the UK, the head of the G7, want to bring in for the G7. Implementation of this system is well underway. This isn't some futuristic sci-fi film we're talking about here. This is happening now. And they are using the vaccine passport, the whole pandemic scam. They are using that as part of the process to implement these CBDCs throughout the world. Here's testimony by a woman in South Carolina before her county board showing you that there's things you can do now in addressing your lesser magistrates to defend your liberty and stand against the evil of these governments and corporations. Good evening, Chairman Bunker and members of Aiken County Council. My name is Vicki Simons. I live in Mr. Napier's district. What do you need to know about a backdoor attempt to usher in a vaccine passport in South Carolina? And what do Aiken County citizens need for you to do about it? A February 24, 2022 article from Forbes.com entitled, A National Vaccine Pass Has Quietly Rolled Out and Red States Are Getting On Board. I, I just, I literally read from that report, that exact report, oh, I don't know, month, six weeks ago. We talked about this, how red states are getting on board. And they're, do, they're doing it quietly. They're, they're like, okay, everybody look at Ukraine. Yeah, we know that all these people are dropping dead and, and from the kill shot. And we, we know it's horrific and all that stuff. And we're, yeah, we're trying to cover up our crimes there. Everybody look at the Ukraine and Russia. Wow, we still continue to quietly roll out all of this draconian legislation that's still going to get us to where we need to be is from a satanic standpoint stated, quote, while the United States government has not issued a federal digital vaccine pass, a national standard has nevertheless emerged. When she says pass, it means passport. 21 states, the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico offers accessibility to the smart health card, a verifiable digital proof of vaccination developed through the vaccination credential initiative. And, and you got to have a smartphone to have that, as far as I know. A global coalition of public and private stakeholders, including Microsoft, Salesforce, Oracle, the Mayo Clinic, and other health and tech heavyweights, end quote. Vaccine passports are the precursor to digital identities, loss of privacy, and an invasive digital surveillance apparatus. Those who hold vaccine passports and digital IDs will eventually be forced to comply in any area of life that the record holders desire. Exactly. When vaccine passports are linked to digital IDs and central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, there will be near total control over the lives of those who have them, meaning that any dissent can lead to one's existence being canceled. The acceptance of a vaccine passport is basically one's consent to everything that comes afterward. In the past, I have told you that it is your duty as the lesser magistrates to stand between the citizens of Aiken County and those who seek to impose tyrannical measures upon us. I am therefore asking you to notify state legislators who represent any part of Aiken County and the South Carolina Attorney General that we do not want this precursor to vaccine passports or CBDCs here. A proposed resolution is on the following page. May I read this? We will let council read it later. Thank you. Do you have any questions? Questions or comments? It's actually a very interesting topic. Thank you. Thank you. 
understand the media is going to try to keep you distracted, whether through a war or whatever else they put in front of everybody's eyes, while they're building these systems. As it said, they're quietly being rolled out <laughs> while they're doing that. And here's what you can do. One of their goals is to destroy small businesses. Now more than ever, young people and older people need to build and establish their own businesses. If you have children, you have grandchildren, help them establish a business. They want to reduce the number of choices that people have and push everyone into these big corporations. By starting a business and building a business, you make it so that it's more difficult for them to decide what you eat. And oh, but first, before you do that, make sure that you've got the green light of, from God that you're called to do it. You know, obviously, I mean, that would be the most important thing. If you'll eat. Okay, so we have that. Um, now let's go further. Okay, so this was a previous report, very short video, but it, it reiterates what we we're what we're talking about here. Previous report, this this happens to cash. Satan walking us into a trap. Bitcoin was built by the NSA. Countries race to set new CBDC digital currency and track everything. See, guys, I don't care how much money you can make off something potentially off crypto or whatever. This is where it all ends up. Okay. Uh, question. Once central banks can track every penny, guess what? Answer. They will track every penny. Uh, governments know where every penny is coming from and going to, to tax everything and tell you what you can spend your money on. They will sell the scheme as a necessity to combat drugs, tax evasion, and, and a necessity for fairness. Once in place, if the governments ever decide people are hoarding money, they will consider, consider putting time limits on it to force people to spend it. I mean, among other things, or they can just flat out take it away from you. Um, let's go ahead and play this little video here. This is Dabu7. You have to ask the question, what happens to cash from here? As we're seeing this digital world being built around us where coins are being rolled out left and right, and now governments <clears throat> are going down the same path. They are creating the CBDC, the Central Bank Digital Currency. Now, I warned of this moment back in 2017, and the video is still up. They're walking us into a trap, as they have been, warming the masses up to accepting the digital currencies via Bitcoin and everything else in a Bitcoin that was built on an NSA platform, an SHA 256 platform that the NSA built. That is what Bitcoin's built on. doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this all out. Plus, this government let it into their country and into their banking system. If some mystery Asian man did it, it would never happen. They've gone to war over this almighty dollar. They would never let someone just slide something in here and accept it. Use your brains. So anyhow, India has shown us what this is all about. They let the cat out of the bag. Once they got to where this needs to be, they banned the buying and selling of gold. Then they mm -hmm. did away with Bitcoin. And they said, well, we don't want it. We don't need it. Exactly. It served its purpose. Exactly. Now we got our CBDC here. <clears throat> we can track every penny that the people make and spend. We're going to ban everything else, including cash. And that's what's coming. 
of Warnsha over and over. They have been slowly taking back the coins throughout this whole thing we're living through, and you know it. They will continue to do so. Once they get all their coinage back, and we get to a certain point, cash will be killed. This is after the CBD, CBDC is created and implemented in each country. At first, it will not replace the cash. They don't want the people to see what's coming. But once they have this in place, they will then do away with it. And why would they not? Because with the CBDC, they can track your every move, your every penny. And ultimately, that's what this has always been about. I've warned you over and over and over again. <clears throat> Unless the people have a plan when this whole thing comes crashing down to introduce a new system, the governments are going to do just that. So you need to be thinking about that. This whole thing is going to come crashing down by design anyway. It's about timing. And it's about sliding in the new system, a righteous system, when the old one falls, not allowing them to launch their new world system. I'm going to break this down first. Okay, so we have that. I had played that previously, but I just thought that was a good thing to kind of tie things together. Then, uh, to further tie it together, this is what Satan intends to bring everywhere. Chinese residents forced to have QR code Vax passports scanned. Generations of indoctrination come comes to this. People lining up on their knees in the streets, waiting for their QR Vax passports to be scanned so they can take their mandatory uh, nanotech filled and only God knows what else PCR tests so that they can go about their day. I would much rather die than ever. I, I'll, I will die before I will submit to this. Guaranteed. I will not comply with this. People lining up on their knees in the streets. Literally whole rows of, of like a big gigantic line of people on their knees on like asphalt. <laughs> I mean, you talk about slave training. Waiting for the Chinese stormtroopers to scan their movement licenses or meaning QR code vaccine passports. That's why I'm so against it. This is where it ends up. Look at China. They're already doing it. In China, to not do the daily mandatory COVID devil test is a criminal offense. Good. Send me to be with Jesus. I, I'm not complying. <laughs> Whatever. The criminal record will haunt you for the rest of your life. Whatever. What kind of life is that to live? To comply with this level of absolute unmitigated tyranny. You can't find, I mean, that whole thing about that dog link chain thing, they're already down to one link. All the Chinese people collectively are down to one link on their dog chain. And they better not even try to resist their satanic masters. Unbelievable. You can't find good jobs. Your kids can't get into schools, etc. This is part of the social credit score system, which is exactly what all of this stuff that I'm just telling you this is where this is where it ends. Of course, I'm sure it'll be worse. I'm sure that they'll make it even worse in China. See, Satan never gets enough. He will never ever get enough. There's nothing you'll ever be able to do for Satan that will appease him other than you burning in hellfire. That will that will give a little little smile. 
to Satan and his minions and his fallen angels. That will. But that's about it. That's, you know, other than that, you're an afterthought and, you know, your fate is sealed. So here is, here is this video and I'm just going to, um, I'm going to play it and uh, I'm going to describe to you what's going on here. Okay, so it's showing this video in, in the Chinese streets in the uh, Jin City, Shandong province. This was April 1st of this year and everybody's on their knees. They've got their masks on. They're getting their little vaccine things scanned by these uh, devil stormtroopers in full like they're wearing like full medical uh, garb with like their face masks. They're covered from head to toe in like, you know, surgical suits and uh, they're scanning their smartphones. And I guess this is where you've got to go to get your daily uh, COVID uh, PCR test just to live. And they're just sitting there waiting on their knees. I've never, it's, it's, it's almost like, are you serious? Is this, this is, this can't be real. Oh, it's real. They're literally making them. You can't even stand up. You've got to be on your knees as you do this slave. I, I'll, I'll leave you the, the link. There's there's other videos below it that are, uh, you know, very, very similar in that regard. I mean, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Chinese uh, next report Chinese children being taken from their parents under China's zero COVID crackdown. Um, China's zero, yeah, zero COVID crackdown. I mean, they want to bring everything COVID to zero, even though they created it and released it. If we even believe whatever the narrative is there, but they they they've got to take away every single bit of your rights, every single bit of your autonomy, your liberty. In order to get zero COVID. It's like they want zero, net zero carbon. And in that particular scenario, all the plants would die. Humans would die. Well, good. That's what Satan wants. It's exactly what he wants. Under China's zero COVID crackdown, a satanic communist regime under the line narrative of eradicating the COVID-19 virus. Esther Zhao had her two-year-old daughter taken away against her will. The pair had tested positive for COVID. Uh, and her child was taken to a quarantine center. After her daughter was taken to the Shanghai Public Health Clinical Center, Zhao has only had one piece of information from doctors about her daughter. Despite pleas from her and her husband, in some cases, children as young as three months old are being separated from their breastfeeding mothers. I mean, again, this is where it ends up. You want a glimpse into the future? If, if you know, humanity doesn't resist evil, well, this is it. Breastfeeding mothers, according to a post in Quarantine Hospital. WeChat group shared with Reuters in one room described in a post there were eight children without an adult. In another case, more than 20 children from the Shanghai kindergarten ages five to six were sent to quarantine centers without their parents. A source familiar with the situation said. So there you go. Next report, terrifying morbidity increases since COVID vax introduced. So this is the fruit of the COVID vax now we're talking about. All vax to be dead by 2025 with a question mark. I don't know. This is from attorney Todd Callender. And he says, I happen to be in the morbidity business. I'm the CEO of a large insurance group. Based on what we are seeing, the rates right now, I guess the death rates, are excess mortality of our excess mortality of 
and excess of every kind of disease is at 1100%. We are expecting a 5,000% or so increase in excess mortality in the year 2022. I'm assuming this is in America. An enormous number. Only, hey, only a 5,000% increase in the death toll. I mean, uh, this is a large insurance group. Yeah, no big deal. Nothing really much to see here. An enormous number. I don't think that it's by coincidence, by the way, Moderna has now just received a life insurer for their emergency use authorization HIV vaccine. So they gave everybody AIDS with the shot. We'll cover that again today if I can get to it. And here's your salvation, another vaccine for AIDS. Just like one of the main side effects of the shots are actually to find out now is alopecia, which is what Will Smith's wife evidently has been suffering from. Uh, I guess they have some kind of weird, you know, open relationship where she can have sex with guys and he's okay with that. But if Chris Rock says what he says, of course, I think all that was staged. But it's funny that Pfizer sponsored, I believe, that event. The Pfizer vaccine causes the alopecia. Okay which means hair loss and then they get they, they they have all of this this um emphasis on okay alopecia alopecia pfizer's coming out with a drug to treat it and they're also um coming out with a uh, aids vaccine that one's moderna though and the shots give you aids so it's it's just one hand washing another washing another washing another isn't that neat when he says, so they gave everybody AIDS, he's talking about the messenger RNA injections given out under the guise of COVID-19. Now, I was going to try to play more of this, but this is, a, this is a three minute and 38 second clip. I don't know why, if they're going to do a major blockbuster interview like this, why you wouldn't want to make sure that everything was really hitting on all eight cylinders. The audio is horrible. And the information is so important, it just, I wish it was better. But I'm, going, I'm only going to play about a three minute some cliff and um we'll go from there okay so this is the the this clip from attorney todd calendar now this video the whole video is i think over an hour there's no way i would subject my listeners to the horrible audio quality that you're going to hear for an hour but hopefully you'll be able to hear enough in this three minute clip to kind of give you an idea of what he's talking. it's very important interview if, if you do hear it but um it's particularly alarming you know, in terms of all of these numbers, uh, excess mortality and morbidity, is that the, the people that put these three HIV proteins into the shots um, disarmed people's natural immunity. They gave them vaccine-induced AIDS, and they didn't give them anything to reverse it. So, so he, he's saying, he's saying, I don't know if you caught that, they, they've given, by, by the shots, by the COVID kill shots, they've given everybody vaccine-induced AIDS. We've reported on this. We're going to report on it more today. And, you know, they did it by design on purpose uh, for depopulation purposes and to create, you know, a very, very sick vaccinated population. Seeing in terms of all-cause morbidity and mortality, the numbers that I got came out of the U.S. Department of Defense's own database called DMED. It's the Defense um, Medical Epidemiology Database. So, again, going back to my lawsuit against the DOD, I called several expert witnesses um, who testified in both our 
temporary restraining order and in our preliminary injunction, one of whom was uh, Dr. Teresa Long. You might have seen her. Um, and some notable other ones, including you know, Dr. McCullough. So we have come to understand this with a group of medical experts and scientists that have come to our aid uh, in understanding all of this. I and mean, everything that I'm telling you, I can back up with, um, with evidence. And I will be happy to do that. What is, is almost more concerning, but okay, let me get back to that. So when you see a 1,100% increase in all-cause morbidity and mortality, that means something systemic has caused this problem. So you would see a natural, uh, actually an abnormal increase in all-cause cancer, um, heart issues, inflammation issues, blood clotting, and, and I can actually send you what that looks like on a plurality basis. But when you see all of them arising to, to hundreds of percentiles in a class of people who are physically fit from 1845, these are all military people, there is only one cause for that, and that is the destruction of their immune system. So that is the vaccine-induced autoimmune deficiency syndrome. We know that this now. In fact, it's, it's in science all around, and the Israelis, uh, they're ahead of everybody else. They, they already published papers on this. Everybody knows that. So the short, the short answer to this whole thing is that everybody that got the shots was given some form or level of AIDS, autoimmune deficiency syndrome. The ones that got the one shot, it seems that they have about 30% of their natural immunity uh, destroyed. By the time they get three shots, their all their natural immunity is completely gone. And we're seeing that with our doctors, experts that are testifying in their practices, including on base and off base um, doctors that have come to see us. The real epidemic is now. The I happen to be in the morbidity business. I'm the CEO of a large insurance group, and we underwrite morbidity risk, principally disability, accidents, sickness, and health. Based on what it is we are seeing. The, the rates right now, excess mortality at 84%, excess every kind of disease at 1,100%. We are expecting a 5,000 or so percent increase in excess mortality for this year. An enormous number. I don't think that it's by coincidence, by the way, that Moderna has now just received licensure of their emergency use authorization HIV vaccine. So they gave everybody AIDS, and now uh, here's your, you know, here's your salvation as this vaccine, which seems to be a multiple dose vaccine. I mean, just premeditated mass genocide on a global scale. No big deal. You know, as I've said before, unbelievable. This is what humanity is dealing with. Then COVID kill shot drastically affecting breast milk. So and so much more critical thinking uh, with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny and Dr. Palavisky uh, and Dr. Kerry Maj. Uh, actually, there's a lot of people. I'm only going to be playing most. Well, I guess some of them chime in here. Now, again, these are doctors I've warned against from the standpoint they're on a very new age path at the end of the day. Okay. Um, They've yoked up with these alliances, and I've talked about this before, that um, are in a very new age path. They can call themselves Christians all day long, but when you align yourself with 
avowed New Agers that are wanting the ascended masters to come essentially and uh, the you know the great global awakening where we can achieve ascension you know you're you're on a bad path there i'm not saying though that you can't glean from them i'm not saying that you know they're they don't have anything to offer so i'm going to play a pretty substantial little clip here which is just mind-blowing regarding the subject what's yeah. on uh on the uh breast milk and the so i believe it's this dr pavliski who i've played clips from him before um is asking dr carrie modge a question here sites and yeah. uh go ahead all yours well i'll start with the breast milk that's a little easier so i've had some patients they have not been injected and they were telling me that they were having a hard time with the baby accepting the milk but we didn't analyze their milk though um which is strange really strange the baby just didn't want the breast milk i, I but they had been around in a school system. They had been around kids that had been injected, et cetera. Um, so I started asking other people around about if they heard this. They said, yes, that's been common right now. And then um, there was a woman that did get injected while she was pregnant with two different um, companies. I think it was Pfizer and Moderna. She decided to mix them up. Why not? While she was pregnant. And then she had the baby. Um, the baby was born um, the end of last year, I believe. And then she actually said, well, the baby is not have its failure to thrive, having all these symptoms. Um, of course, it wasn't the injection, right? But she felt like the milk looked funny. It was a funny color. And she was still feeding it to the baby, though. I just couldn't believe this. So she did have the, the she agreed for the breast milk to be analyzed um, by something called a, a Quest machine, which is analyzing the signatures from any substance. So everything has a signature. Everything has um, a frequency that it puts out. And then we have a data bank for that. So we know if it's uh, this chemical or that chemical or even a chromosome, et cetera. And so when it came out, this was just a, just a general overview of it. It was saying that the substance was... Um, 80% inorganic. Inorganic. Whoa. Whoa. 80%? This was shocking. So the people writing the test so I guess called... the breast milk was 80% inorganic? I mean, how is that even possible? Because breast milk would be like 100% organic. I don't... Anyway... Like, you're never going to believe this, never seen this before, ever. 80, and they ran it several times. It's 80% inorganic. What does that mean? This is crazy. So also it said the toxicity level was a level 8. It goes up to 10 as the, the highest of a toxicity level. Obviously, this should not be, you know, any food for any human, right? Well, human. Um, nutritional value was 5. So, you know, 1 to to 10 is the highest nutritional level. So very little nutrition. It's mostly uh, inorganic, right? So then they did a- So let me give you a definition of what that, what is inorganic, being or composed of matter other than plant or animal. Uh, what? Forming or belonging to the inanimate world, meaning like it's, you know, dead. It's not from a plant or animal. Whoa not arising from natural growth something artificial <laughs> i told you 
all that nanotech, all that stuff. And it appears it's affecting, um, you know, both the unvaxxed and the vax. Of course, it's got to be affecting the vax at a, at a much greater rate than than the unvaxxed. I mean. Investigation and, and this breakdown I can post somewhere if somebody wants it. I just, there are pictures I have of this. Yeah, I'd love it. I'd love um, that. So this is going into a lot of programming was inside of it because Again, these injections have programs inside of them. And also, there's uh, some toxins in there, like aluminum lake dye. Um, this is from breast milk, right? So DDE, methylparaben. Of course, this could be from the mother herself, uh, which she was ingesting. But also, she was having um, uh, lead that actually came up, tungsten, um, black goo came up in this one. Oh, my gosh. Black now, I think when she says black goo, she means graphene oxide, which, again, if she was vaxxed, you would expect that. I'm up in hers. And also, there was some problems with um, nano, because there was nanotechnology in there as well. Some was weaponized. Was there a QR code in there? Pardon? Pardon? Was there a QR code in there? <laughs> you should scanned her for that. I know. I think the patient finds that offensive, though. So I don't know. <laughs> I think they might ask him. I'm not sure. I'm going to ask him. Did he light up anybody's Bluetooth? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. I don't know. They they should be doing that. Yeah, I I, rec I I don't know if they did that. I wasn't there when they did this with the patient. So um, that's that's breast milk. Of course, they recommended that she did not feed the baby her breast milk anymore, mm -hmm. and um, that was the beginning of that. Now, what I was, I gave them a sample came from Utah. So there's uh, in vitro fertilization clinics have been telling, I've known four of them so far in the US that told me this, people that work there, that they're having a terrible time with people that are injected. Their genetic malformations are huge in the embryos and they have to destroy the embryos. So they're usually a week to 10 days old. Uh, they do say that these malformations are extreme they've never seen it this bad before but then they started to say they saw something strange that never in the history of the IVF clinic had they seen this that in the wells of the embryos that were growing that only came from the injected parents they were seeing contamination grow and they did all kinds of controls they did all this over and over and they started <coughs> talking to people in other states and they all said the same thing we're seeing this too and we're told to destroy the embryos in the wells because there's contamination but the but the embryos that did not have the injected parent sperm or egg did not have this contamination. They said this is coming from the injected sperm or egg or both. Hmm. And so they did a microscopic analysis and it looked uh, more parasitic to me than bacterial. And so there's a sample that was sent, a swab. And this swab was uh, tested on the frequencies with the Quest machine. And so the chromosomal abnormalities were extreme. Um, so this was, you know, chromosome, there were number two, number 11, they numbered them. And so then they also said that there was synthetic mRNA in this swab, synthetic proteins, nanotech proteins. Of course, there's uh, corrupted, altered, misshapen proteins. This is terrible yeah i mean Brilliant. this is 
This is this is the hyperphosphorylation tau proteins. This is growing in a seven to ten day old embryo. Artificial proteins. There's something called the mingled seed, seed organism genes. Mingled seed organism genes. Is that like when they shall mingle themselves with the seed of man, but they shall not cleave? I mean, these embryos aren't human. They're not fully human, that's for sure. Well, a Nephilim was part human and part fallen angel originally, Genesis 6. So this is what, this is another goal of the shots. Now, there are tons of these black-eyed and malformed um, sweet-tooth-like babies being born. there. But here's the thing, to think about that as well. Number one, the, the news will totally hide them. But the parents that put these videos up, you know, they think evidently black eyes are normal, I guess. Um, but you also have to understand, with that dynamic, that concept, the vast majority of people that got the COVID kill shot, they're not going to be able to bring a... a, a the, the woman's not going to be able to bring a baby to term. They're going to abort... That's going to be the norm. This is one of the goals of this, and I've went over this many times, is to increase infertility, miscarriages, which uh, are have gone through the roof. So if you, if you were lucky, and I mean lucky Lucifer in this case, enough to have two vaxxed, COVID vaxxed um, parents conceive one of those nephilim babies which is essentially what they are um that's going to be a more of a rarity those are the ones that are getting through and in somehow surviving to be brought forth now i'm not saying they're all born with black eyes or they're all whatever but i do believe their genetics have been absolutely totally altered and tainted and that they're not fully human and again is this where we get into the verse in daniel they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men i've heard all kind of talk about triple strain dna which is one of the attributes of the nephilim i've had listeners email me about this where you know i've read the reports about the triple strain dna well it'd be the perfect place to um sneak in this triple strand dna in the kill shots they're not disclosing what's in them really anyway it's in there. Again, this is all about creating their hybrid army to a certain extent. And only only God knows how that will manifest down the road. Like I said, we're just getting and, and how what the five and six G will instruct and stimulate all that nanotech in the body, where that's what's what it's gonna instruct the the graphene oxide, the black goo to do in the body. And then all of the other wicked, evil aspects of it. This is the world's largest ongoing satanic science experiment. That's what COVID, the COVID-19 kill shots are and the PCR test because they're, they're wicked and corrupt and evil too. And the masks, where you're breathing in the nanotech and then the, all the other garbage in the masks that we've documented. Every aspect of this is a satanic agenda to defile humanity and to corrupt our DNA, which was the same MO, modus operandi, the same goal in Genesis 6. They're just going about it in a very different way this time. Much more 
subtly, I guess you could say. So this is, so these are being destroyed, but what if there's, there are some that are growing and they're becoming, they're being born. I'm not sure what, what do you categorize that? How is this going to affect all of us? This is what I'm really worried about. I'm worried about what new species is being created. Exactly. And I mean, so I think we're in a low period. I think they're going to let us not wear the mask. Oh, you don't have to get those injections. I think that everything's going to be fine. People go on their cruises, they go on trips, and everybody's going to be like, oh, we're fine. But the agenda still is advancing in the background, like as we've seen in these economic forums from Dubai and the how they're bringing in the CBDCs and, and all of these other different tentacles and agendas. They're still proceeding more behind the scenes. But yeah, they that's that's typical. They 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 Satan puts his foot on the gas, he takes it off a little bit, you think, oh okay, we're gonna get back to normal. And then he puts puts the foot on the you know, that's that's very, very common. Meanwhile, this is happening. So I, I mean this is what do we do about this? I think we've got to start praying. We've got to ask for a supernatural intervention. We have to get down our hands and knees fast and pray. And we ask for God because these are the warning signs of something unnatural occurring in our world. And we can't sit by and, and pretend that somebody that will get elected will save everything because Mm -hmm. It's all of our accountability and responsibility to speak up and to know that we're not just biological beings, thank God, we're spiritual beings, <laughs> thank God, we can still have freedom of thought. So that means we have a lot more power that we are not using. We need to be yeah. connected to the Holy Spirit because with God, nothing is impossible. And this is the time, right? So Harry, do you want to, do you want to just reiterate that woman's breast milk? Was from a woman who was not injected, correct? No. I, I, I was sorry. I kind of mixed that up. In the beginning, I got interested in the breast milk because I had patients that had given birth. They were definitely not injected, but they were having problems with the baby. Just didn't want the milk. Right. It wasn't about being tongue tied or any of that stuff. They were probably now they didn't get the injection, but they were probably around a lot of the COVID vaxxed hordes they were probably wearing masks at their employment which you're getting your graphene oxide and other weird parasites that are being activated from the actual hot breath you're inhaling those they were being infected from the pcr tests which are many of them are loaded with just horrible chemicals and nanotech and potentially hydrogel so that by itself just being around the vax getting getting the PCR tests and wearing the masks, it, that's going to be enough to mess up your breast milk big time. So the lady though she was describing was actually Vax, the, the one that where it's like 80% inorganic material in the breast. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what she's going to say. And, and she was flowing fine. These were about three different women, but the baby just spit out the milk, didn't want it. And, the, and I, I couldn't figure this out, but they had been around a lot of people that were shedding. They were in school right. systems. They were um, around a lot of people that had been injected. Mm-hmm. So that's that was my uh, hypothesis. Maybe there's something going on with the shedding mm-hmm. of the vaccines. 
Now, I didn't have a person that had been shed, but there was a woman that had been injected with two different vaccines, and that's the one that was checked on the Quest machine. So I didn't get the one that was shed. I wish I had more, but not everybody wants uh, the analysis. They don't want to know. This Carrie, is the problem. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie yeah. when you were talking about the yep. uh, those embryos and the... It's, um, it's and, out of sight, out of mind type of thing. They don't want to know. Clinics, how, ma- how many different clinics were saying they're seeing same things? Four. Four of them. At least and, four. Um, I mean, there's at least the four, four that you know about, right? There's four. four about. And the, the, I talked to one of them in there, and they told me personally that they had been calling to different clinics, and they had been part of a, a larger... I guess there's a larger... Um, like a, a, yeah, network. And they were saying that they had been seeing this as well. But they, when they question it to any of their superiors, they're, they're threatened. They're afraid to talk. They think they're going to lose their job. Um, they have to say things quietly. And I happened to sit next to a gentleman on the plane. I started talking to him. Uh, of course, got him to take his mask off. He was telling me their infertility problems. They hadn't got injected. And so he was saying that the embryos were so severely malformed, the genetic malformations, that there was, they wouldn't even try on them again. And that the fertility clinic told them that this was common. And he yeah. knew it was from the, the injections. Right. But he said, well, it's for the good of the whole. <laughs> and this is our service to... Yeah, he'd, fit, he didn't fit, he'd fit in real good in China with all those people on their knees for their daily PCR uh, tests, dutifully waiting for for that from the stormtrooper Chinese Nazis. Uh, Again, most of the people that are, I believe even if, let's face it, most of the people that are couples, if one of them's vaxxed, the other one's probably vaxxed, or that's going to create a gigantic problem, most likely, in one of the people. Most of them aren't going to be able to conceive. So... The black-eyed babies or the malformed children that are able to function being born, being born, that's more of a rarity because most of the people have been rendered infertile. They're aborting their babies if they're even able to conceive. So I guess these shots are designed in such a way where there's there's going to be this, this little army but it's not going to be a, probably a substantial percentage of the vax because one of the main goals of the vax is infertility and spontaneous abortions. This is what he was saying to me. Now, this guy had, you know, two degrees. He's an engineer, blah, blah, blah. And then he did say that they decided on a surrogate. And that's the big thing now. You wouldn't believe how many people are using surrogates. Oh, I bet. That's the trend. It's more than just doing the in vitro fertilization. Surrogates for... Like their mother mother and their sperm going into somebody else's? No, no, totally different. They're using another egg. They can't use the the sperm and the other. It's too tainted. She even, I think she alluded to that. Everything's malformed. It's coming from the vaxxed. No, they've got to use, I'm pretty sure she's going to say they're going to have to use um, unvaxxed. Even though they're they're, they're supposedly the, the unvaxxed, unwashed masses. Ooh, you're unvaxxed. How dare? Well, it's okay if, if if you're gonna have my baby though. That's fine. 
or maybe a different sperm. Maybe it's, they claim, well, how do you know anymore? They claim maybe a sperm might be coming from the, the father, but as far as they know, at least one of the, uh, the egg or the sperm's coming from a different donor. Mm-hmm. And then a surrogate has to give birth. This is, I, this is a trend you know that's the, happening. You know what that is. What is that the handmaid's on, tale? Yeah. The, uh, handmaid- the, hand, the handmaid, the handmaiden's tale. That's evidently the exact. And again, it's all Hollywood predictive programming. That really weird witchy show. I, I've never. I mean, it's not a good show. I, whatever. I've seen bits and pieces of it, and um, yeah, that's a very. But that's. I think those handmaidens are surrogates. They're all surrogates for because hardly anybody can have children. Well, again, how do we get there? This is how we get there. The higher percentage of the people on the planet that are vaccinated, they're not. If they can conceive, boy, oh boy, their junior is going to be way more than they bargained for. Our little black-eyed, uh, little little bouncing bundle of of satanic joy. Tale. Yeah, you're yeah. the one that told me to watch it. That's exactly what you're talking about. Because yep. all these rich people, it's everybody's in sterile in the yes. world except yes. a few women, and all these rich people buy, buy these women so they can have yep. artificial right. babies. See why I wanted to play this clip? Because it's like, whoa, this is time now so much more. We've got Hollywood predictive programming, we've got the depopulation agenda afoot, we've got all this all these things going on here these women oh my god we're there well that well that's why in these smart devices i told you the health app is so interested in a woman's fertility they have 20 different drop down subcategories that can analyze everything about your ovary all your symptoms if you're fertile when you're ovulating what's your mucus uh consistency everything it's so creepy yeah the, the smart she holds up a smartphone and they've even got now smart toilets where it's analyzing and i saw a clip the other day from some sci-fi show where it's just like 100 percent big brother everything i mean from the moment you get up you get like this thing on the wall says you report to tranquility center today because evidently you're i don't know maybe angry about something and then you go into the bathroom and you're brushing your teeth and it says your tranquility appointment's been set up and then it it's he's I think he's peeing in the toilet and it's analyzing his urine and, and like screening it. And that's, they want 100% total lock, stock and barrel control over every, this is why I'm like, have as few smart things in your house as possible. These smart devices, it's all wicked. It's all evil. Um, but yeah, they've got smart toilets that analyze everything, the urine, the feces, everything that's going into the toilets. And you know, if your ranges are out of a line, then they can, you know, basically uh, schedule the uh, you to to go to the hospital or whatever. I mean, it it is it, Gonzo insane world that we're looking at here. And where did where the, where's the where's that Carrie? Where's the, the oh, director? it's uh, it's this is when I went to the the me- I found this out at the meeting and and here in Atlanta when they said oh. We're going to start uh, using the social credit system on all the people in Atlanta, and we would monitor. They would monitor to see if they were lying. All the the sheeple out here, and they wanted to uh, make them nicer people and less racist. So if they were giving um, repercussions for every time they lied, 
then they would um, be better people very quickly, they said. This is a, this Sanjay Gupta took credit for this. He was on the stage talking here in Atlanta, telling us that this was his project, which is not. He's not that smart, but that's not the point. So inside of the drop-down, this is on the health app that everybody has. There's a way to look at the drop-down, and um, I just put my name in. They can't track anything. They can always look, do your hearing, but that's about it. But anyway, there's... The, the checklist, I always look at their subcategories and there's cycle tracking. And I'm going on it here. You just view cycle tracking um, everything. There's abdominal cramps, appetite, basal body temperature, bladder, breast pain, uh, cervical mucus quality, contraceptives, diarrhea, hair loss, hot flashes, memory, menstruation, ovulation test results. Um, your pregnancy and how far along you are, sexual activity, they have two or three categories on your sexual activity in this um, health app. Um, so it's it's really creepy how what they know about your sexual history. And um, of course, there's many other things. This is with the lie detector test is in here. See, they told us this would come out. Lie detector test. I, I mean, again, one more reason not to have a smartphone want to do it in five years which they're behind but they did say they needed to get the hydrogel inside of the body and they didn't tell us how they would do that yeah. well so they're getting the hydrogel in the body with the covid kill shots it's their missing link and once the hydrogel's inside they can turn this on yeah and then when it's on and atlanta's parameters lie. oh evidently okay so the hydrogel's in the body the nanotech is in the body then you're constantly being and i i've said this all i mean since we've known about the kill shot i get it now okay so you got all the nanotech in the body. You got the graphene oxide. You got the hydrogel. You've got all these things, self-assembling nanotech in the body that are interacting with the 5G and 6G networks and your smartphone, 5G base stations, and that, that you've got constant monitoring of your internal terrain going on, um, I guess, with this health app. I guess, you know, and it knows everything going on in you, and therefore, you know, you're totally... Um, uh, really what it sounds like is you would totally be eventually at least at the mercy of your smartphone, um, in order, you know, the, the, I don't know if it could turn you in type of thing. I'm sure it would. If parameters got out of line, let's say, oh, you need to go to the hospital or what, I mean, and it probably can manipulate things going on in your body because if it can interact with the nanotech, the self-assembly nanotech from the shots, well, then it can actually probably turn that nanotech on and off and create problems. So every time you lied, if the phone knew you were lying, you had a buzzer shock that would be given to the person. And they didn't say, Sanjay Gupta didn't say what the buzzer shock would do. He just said buzzer shock. And then the, and how many times a person lied here in Atlanta after 30 days, if you were a liar per the program, then you'd have the social credit negative uh, score. Social on your credit negative, just like they're doing in China. I mean, if that's not George Orwell, Brave Brave New World, Aldous Huxley, I mean, nightmarish existence, I don't know what is. But this is the goals. This is, this is the goals. They're just most advanced regarding this in China. The record, then you couldn't have a good job, school, food, yeah. you name it. Just right? what we talked about. So this was, they were clapping in this meeting. They loved this idea, these Sick. crazy idiots here. Um, so their they're rate limiting factor is the hydrogel. Wow. Whew. 
So what do you think is going to happen, Carrie? Do you think that any of those embryos, like you like you talked about, with the severe genetic abnormalities and the ones that they're finding in the lab, in the in vitro ones, and then there's a mom and a dad who both are injected and and they and mom gets pregnant. I know a letter, there's a you know accelerated nine hundred percent increase in in miscarriages. Right. Do you think any of those babies will actually become somethings? Like, well, they are when we see the black eyed children. But just like I said, that's going to be more of a rarity. That little Nephilim army that's popping out of vax mommy and daddy, whereas the vast majority will just be aborted. They'll, they'll be miscarriages or spontaneous abortions along the way, or they'll just become totally infertile. That's going to be vast because, see, that way more accomplishes the depopulation agenda. Um, than a gigantic Nephilim army being born. I think that's it's it gets down to the point of, of they want to reduce world population. You know, um, that's more the the main goal. What if we're what if we're recreating the Nephilim well, and we're creating the Nephilim? Well, right? <laughs> she said, "What if what if we're recreating the Nephilim?" Yeah, absolutely. I think that there has to be some of them being born because look, so this woman that had this breast milk that was abnormal, she got two shots while she was pregnant and then she does deliver a baby. Okay. And the breast milk is already showing abnormal signs of in 80% inorganic that has to be affecting the baby. They didn't test the baby. She didn't want the baby to be tested, obviously. So this is the problem of trying to find people people to get this tested where there's pages of information that comes out and they don't always want to know on some of these subjects. She just really was concerned about the breast milk and she said, okay, that's enough. I know enough. Why um, would she not want the baby tested? You know, uh, it's just, so I, I don't have an answer for people. Like you don't want to, you don't want to know what you don't want to know. I yeah, guess then that, that, that's accountability then, right? Then she could pretend that the baby's just fine. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what medicine is in our world? I don't know what I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> She's less responsible then, right? Then I, I just, and that's the, that's an hour and 22 minute. I played you about a 17 minute clip there. But if you want to hear the, the whole interview, I'll give you the link there uh, in the PDF for this date. But I mean, we've got like, um, I got a whole bunch more stuff this week on the black eyed babies uh, and I will, I will release this in the next newsletter that I'll put out hopefully this week. Double vaxxed mothers giving birth to black eyed babies. What have they done to their, their DNA? These are, these are new pieces. A lot of them, some of it's overlap, but there there's new footage I've, I've never seen of other babies being born now. Um, then our black eyed baby or black eyed babies, Bill Gates, humans 2.0. Um, then Netflix shows sweet tooth predictive programming, a new satanic era, all new babies born as hybrids due to a pandemic. Yeah, that's the theme of, of sweet tooth, which, which we've covered. Just kidding, sweet tooth, two words in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've talked about that at least two different times. So yeah, it's, um, it's a mess. It's, it's definitely a mess. Then we have this report, uh, Malcolm Leon Roberts is an Australian politician. He is a member of the One Nation, a senator, and has been a senator for Queensland, Australia since 2019. 
Uh, appearing on a TV show, Lee Maria Z Uncensored Roberts dropped bombshells of information about the COVID-19 vaccines. He told viewers there is proof of nanotechnology inside the Pfizer vaccine. He then showed images of what appear to be self-assembling nanoparticles in both the vaccine itself and inside the blood of humans injected with the vaccine. Roberts went on to call these genocide. Let's hear it for, for ourselves. So this is that Senator Malcolm Roberts on this TV show, Maria Z Uncensored. Australian Senator says injections are genocide. And they're showing live blood cell analysis, um, which is what I used to do back in the um, mid to mid to early 90s i did this and they're showing slides of uh, live blood cell analysis that are just lit up with all of these angular structures at right angles it's definitely nanotech and this is just i guess the norm now basically um angular structures not natural in the pfizer vaccine at, the, at their presentation inquiry last Wednesday. I'm sorry, in the Pfizer vaccine, but they're also finding it in the humans. They showed some samples from, from various Pfizer vials. They also showed some injected blood, uh, people who'd, who'd been injected with the Pfizer vaccine. They've also sampled, I think they've sampled AstraZeneca. But what you see in, in the Pfizer vials, uh, Pfizer samples, these angular structures, luminous structures. Hey, they're showing them on, on screen right now. I mean, it's unbelievable. It, it you know it looks like something you'd see in outer space or something. Uh, you also see sees, and then then in the blood samples you see the white cells going onto the angular structures and the white cells dying. Oh. The data out of other countries is suggesting mass deaths. And again, what's what are the white blood cells? It's one of the main components of your immune system. Okay, well they're they're the white blood cells are being attracted to these angular structures in the in the live blood cell analysis and then they die. Well, would that have anything to do with giving everybody acquired immune deficiency syndrome, AIDS, which basically devastates your immune system? Yeah, it sounds like it's pretty much along the same lines, the same thing they're trying to accomplish there. That are coming for us. Yep. It's suggesting genocide. So he basically said that it's, you know, genocide. So, um, yeah, there we go. So amazing. Then we have this. A woman discloses conversation with doctor and says we don't have to check you uh you for aids if you have if you have not had the shot is what i mean this was um, the full statement let me see i think they left the full statement out so you'd click on it but anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna play this little clip here that is very interesting and thank you for sharing uh, my doctor said he's not allowed to even test to see if i've had covid so i get a Oh, I'm not interested in getting the green tick anyway, but um, I went to a different doctor the other day because my doctor was away. I had something on my head and I thought, oh, I better get that checked out. And it was a female doctor and she said to me, um, you know, your bloods are due because I haven't had bloods taken and checked for a year. And I said, yeah, 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 I'll do that with my doctor. And she said, oh, well, I can do it for you now. And she said, we better check for AIDS as well. And I went, what? Why? And of course, I've heard all the stuff about AIDS. And um, and I said, well, I've been the same, with the same sexual partner for 35 years. Neither of us had cheated, to my knowledge. And I said, and plus, I haven't been jabbed. And she said, oh, well, if you haven't been jabbed, then there's no need to check for AIDS. And so I, if you haven't been jabbed, COVID jabbed, there's no need to check for AIDS. But if you have been, 
we we should check for AIDS because you're probably going to be HIV positive. Oh my God, did you just say that? And she said, yeah, and I said, have you been judged? And she said, no way, Peter. She said, if you'd seen what I've seen, she said, there is no way you would ever touch that stuff. Anyway, there's two doctors still working um, because they got an extension, not an exemption, but an extension in the clinic that I go to that haven't been jabbed. But my doctor who has been jabbed has had a retinal detachment, appendicitis, um, and something else, in, something else to do with his bowel. Um, and I said, oh, wouldn't be the jab, would it? And he said, I'm starting to think so. <laughs> oh, how funny. Anyway. So that was the doctor who's got all these health problems since he got it. Sorry for me, but, you know, he pushed it and pushed it and pushed on me. But how interesting. Um, I mean, we've all heard the AIDS thing, but um, for a doctor to actually come out and say, we better check you for AIDS, and then say, I'm not jabbed. And she goes, oh, we don't need to check you then. How interesting is that? Mm. So, yeah, there's the whole thing about AIDS again. Uh then we have this, the pre-planned lentivirus AIDS apocalypse of the COVID vaxxed really is here and coming. We now live in a world where the hidden 1,291 adverse effects, according to a Pfizer document, are popping up everywhere. Now, I liken the vaccine to and the and the injuries caused by it. Basically, it, it's like a weapon, right? So the, the virus itself was a pretty bad bioweapon to begin with, but... What we need to realize is that the the real weapon is the bullet inside the gun, right? So you can deliver the bullet in different ways, um, and the bullet is the spike protein. The virus was was a pretty good gun to shoot the spike protein into your body, but the, the vaccine, the injections, are like a dirty bomb. Yet we still won't face the truth. Whilst you've been distracted by Russia, uh, Ukraine, the UK government, quietly published data confirming the triple vaccinated are just weeks away from developing acquired immune deficiency syndrome we're not really certain uh, how to treat this we're kind of throwing the kitchen sink at it we're throwing um antiretrovirals at it we're throwing interferon at it um ivermectin uh this is a, a medical doctor talking chloroquine antiparasitics that are in study right now. We're, we're trying to use um, everything that we can think of uh, to boost up the CD4, CD8 counts um, and reverse this collapse, this calamity. The kill shot, the money ball, whatever you wanna call it, uh, it is just devastating to the immune system. If you look at the Stanford study, um, the spike protein in the COVID-19 vaccines that everyone is talking about is called the lentivirus. The lenti contains a combination of HIV types one through three. This is in the vaccine, okay? Because they care so much about your health. SRV slash one, which is AIDS, MERS and SARS. In the nice. Stanford study, the best known lentivirus is the human immune deficiency pathogen, which causes AIDS. This is why we are seeing autoimmune and neurodegenerative decline after COVID-19, especially the booster. This is a condition known as prion, and the mRNA. Prion. Ah. Oh. Talked a lot about that before. Prions. 
the mad cow disease of of um, Hutzville Jacob syndrome. Kuru, which it was originally known as in Papua New Guinea, that the headhunters would get when they would eat the brains of other people after they headhunted them. It was like a delicacy. Yeah, that's where it started. Yeah, prions, which I've talked a ton about. Just key in prions, Kuru, K-U-R-U. Um, we we talked a lot. It's been a little while, but yeah, yeah, that that's all... It's all related. It's 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 all in there. The the vaccine. I think it's just a plethora of absolute total, a cauldron of, which which is brew of evil. Okay, from the lentivirus cocktail is inserted into the DNA of human cells exactly through an invasive procedure injection, and permanently changes the genome of the cell. As Gateway Pundit reported, Richard Jefferson Bustamante Batista suffered a horrific adverse reaction reportedly due to the Pfizer vaccine. Days after receiving his second dose, he developed Stevens-Johnson syndrome, a rare serious disorder of the skin and mucous membranes. And as Substack points out, on the subject of excess deaths of youths, Enter Edward Dowd. He was a portfolio manager for the multinational investment firm BlackRock, saying the millennials about ages 25 to 40 experienced an 84% increase in excess mortality last fall, describing it as the worst ever excess mortality, I think, in history. It was the highest increase in excess deaths of any age group last year, seven times higher than the silent generation who are older than 85. And the increase coincided with the vaccine mandates and the approval of the booster shots. Basically, millennials experienced a Vietnam War in the second half of 2021, Dowd said, noting 58,000 people died in that conflict. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. And as the casualties and injuries continue to pile up for celebrities from the very real possibility of the mRNA vaccine, 67-year-old Bruce Willis's recent announcement of aphasia ending his career has doctors immediately ruling out the vaccine as causal. Regardless of the many COVID vaccine recipients reporting brain fog and a failure to concentrate after taking the vaccine, while the VAERS data shows 3,057 cases where aphasia is a symptom due to the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine injuries and deaths are mounting. There is no escape from the aftermath of the first phase of the war on humanity by the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. John Bound reporting. I mean, I'm just trying to give it to you rapid fire. Everything we've been warning about, it's just all coming to fruition unfortunately next report is your 501c3 church getting paid by the government to convince the flock to get their the covid gene editing kill shot well we reported on this that you know yes most 501c3 institutions and are doing this um franklin graham samaritan purse is among many others and how much are these corrupt churches being paid by the government they're reportedly are selling their souls to get $10 each for each person to person outreach. 10 bucks. It's like when Judas sold Jesus out for 30 pieces of silver. Yeah, kind of like kind of like that a little bit. I'm not, I'm not going to put it on that level, but you know. 
Nothing like stabbing, you know, your congregation in the back so you can make a little extra coin and be in the good graces of our satanic government, you know. According to a report in the Epic Times, the state of Pennsylvania is paying churches to convince their members to get vaccinated. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf's administration wants pastors, rabbis, and other faith leaders to turn their houses of worships into centers for vaccination events, using federal grant money as an incentive to lure churches into a partnership with the government. But this is not just going on in Pennsylvania, as reported by the Epic Times. It's going on across the United States. The Epic Times article reports that Pennsylvania public health leaders want to harness the power of community trust and a statewide faith-based organizations to convince people to get the COVID-19 gene therapy injections. That quote from is a quote from the mission statement of an organization called Faith-Based Organization Coalition. This organization, the Epic Times reports, is being formed under the state uh department of health and is, is expected to launch on april 11th which is the actually today the damn recording this the state aims to reduce vaccine hesitancy through the local innovations in vaccine equality in pennsylvania project which is a grant program that pays churches and nonprofits to speak with their people and persuade them to get the kill shot and how are these corrupt local churches being paid by the government well, they reportedly get $10 for each person-to-person -person outreach, including direct phone calls and text messages, direct social messages, door-knocking campaigns, and anything else that involves a one-to-one -one dialogue promoting the COVID kill shot. The church or other nonprofits get another $10 for each person who actually goes and rolls up their sleeve for the shot. So is your church or favorite ministry one of these organizations sucking up tax dollars to poison and sterilize their congregants and basically change them into Nephilim? I don't know. Is it not just local churches but big ministries that are involved in this evil? And I'm not saying they're all being, that's all, but I mean, listen, I'm, <laughs> I don't know what's at the end of the day, what's this, to, what's it's doing to our DNA. It sure doesn't look good. Sure doesn't look good. As I previously reported that the Vatican was encouraging Catholic churches to partner with the governments worldwide to promote the vaccine and some of the big name evangelical ministries such as samaritan's purse are doing the same thing and these there's all links to these things how this is happening i received hateful emails for weeks because folks didn't want to believe that such a trusted name in evangelical searches circles such as samaritan's purse could be involved in this plan to vaccinate every man uh woman child and with an unproven untested and now proven deadly serum if you still don't believe me or trust me, read here, here, and here. There's three different articles just on Samaritan's Purse. I, I've done tons, just Ken Franklin Graham, I've done tons of reports exposing that devil. And Billy Graham, too. Here's a, here's a, uh, a, 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 I don't know if this is a tweet. No, a Facebook post from Franklin Graham. This was from March 24th of 2021. He said, I've been asked my opinion about the vaccine by media and others. I have even been asked if Jesus were physically walking on earth right now would he be an advocate for the vaccines now think back to just the stuff i just covered guys on the horrors of this dna altering life ending devil kill shot okay just think back so would jesus be an advocate for these the covid vaccines my answer was that based on the parable of the good samaritan in the bible i would have to say yes i think jesus christ would advocate for people using vaccines now this is specifically the covid one we're talking about here and medicines to treat suffering and save well we know the the covid kill shots not causing any suffering 
and it's saving so many lives. It's just off the scale. We've just documented that just in the last hour, right? I mean, how could I possibly question that? No, it's doing the exact opposite, you fork-tongued reptile for the pit of hell, Franklin Graham. And you know that, you devil. You know that, you fork-tongued devil. But I think there's a part of you deep down that loves the death, that loves the suffering that it's creating. I really do. I really, I, I've examined enough about you to, and just again, Key and Franklin Graham in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Mm. So he says, I think Jesus Christ would advocate for people using vaccines and medicines to treat suffering and say, my wife and I have both had the vaccine and it's 68 years old. I want to, and he probably had the saline, but uh, I want to get as many more miles out of these old bones as possible. Isn't that wonderful? Almost folksy, you know, warmed my heart. I don't know about any of you. I'm a, I'm a change person after I heard that from old split foot's little uh helper there uh many other churches and ministries are involved in this deadly propaganda campaign my advice would be to check with your pastor and or financial records keeping department of your favorite ministry and ask uh if they have or will like, ever accept any of these funds yeah i think that's prerequisite of, of if they get anyone's um donations okay and i've i've got just enough for one more report i've run out of time on this one um, and I entitled this, Hey, Franklin Graham, do you still think Jesus Christ would ad advocate for taking the COVID kill shot with a 22,000% increase in deaths following the COVID vaccines for adults over 50? And these are, these are, these stats are straight from the FDA. So, you know, they're not even remotely They're They're just admitting to the bare minimum. Hey, only a 22,000% increase in deaths following COVID vaccines. For adults over 50, as FDA authorizes its second booster for this age group. Now, it's not the second shot. We've already had two shots. We've had one booster. This is the fourth shot. You know, they got to make you, they got to get you in the six feet under. So they got to keep introducing those shots until you're good and dead. Dead in a bag of hammers is the goal. So here's a whole bunch of sampling of stories that this uh, Health Impact News has ran regarding seniors euthanized by covid vaccines and it shows all these different people that are dead now um in the past 15 months thousands of older adults the fda announced today that it has issued another emergency use authorization for a second that way they have no liability so they're going to keep under that uh, emergency use authorization for a second covid booster vaccine for adults over the age of 50 and as young as 12 years old if they are immune compromised because hey if you're immune compromised we want to kill you off first because you're like the low-hanging fruit. So, of course, we're going to authorize another COVID booster for you because we want to get you out of the way. We want to get you good and dead. Okay? I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm interpreting for you today. Okay? So, then Pfizer had made the request for a second booster to, uh, shot two weeks ago, but their request was for adults over the age of 65. We definitely want to get them good and dead. Uh, the FDA, however, lowered that age to 50 and issued an EUA for both Pfizer, meaning emergency use authorization, so they have absolutely zero liability, for both Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 kill shots. At the same time, on Tuesday morning, Moderna said that FDA had granted its application for a second booster. Uh, the, the Moderna nod covers adults over 50 
who have already been boosted once plus immunocompromised adults over 18. Again, we want to get rid of all that low-hanging fruit ASAP, post-haste. Do you think the FDA looked at the data in their vaccine adverse event reporting system or VAERS regarding the COVID-19 vaccines for this age group to see if they were any concerns for authorizing a second booster shot for this age group? No, of course they didn't look at that at all. As we have previously noted, the FDA does no safety oversight of these vaccines, but it simply takes the drug manufacturer's word for it. That would be like Satan coming to you and saying, hey, listen, I only have the best intentions for you. Um, you need to go do this because I would never steer you wrong. And you and you shaking Satan's hand and saying, oh, Satan, I know you would never do me wrong. I'll do whatever you say. Okay, so that's, that's the equivalent. Um, we have this story just released. Documents by Pfizer show the BioNTech paid the FDA. This is Pfizer, basically paid the FDA. Um, it looks like almost $3 million in a drug user fee to get their COVID-19 vaccine approval. So see, money talks. So they just paid them almost $3 million and they got their, their vaccine approval, of course. Uh, so we will review the data on this age group in VAERS as a service to the public. Here's what VAERS is reporting on for people over the age of 50 following the COVID-19 vaccines. And here's the, this is all referenced and sourced. And I put all the charts in here that they're getting everything from. So you can actually see it for yourself. There are currently um, almost 15,000 deaths recorded in VAERS for people over the age of 50 following a COVID-19 kill shot vaccine. Now, remember, those stats are abysmally not even remotely accurate. Okay, we're just getting seeing a fraction. You you might be able to times that number by 100. But they're even then they're admitting to 15,000 deaths, okay, for people over the age of 50 who got the uh COVID kill shot. Uh this is covering a 15-month period, which is only a and again, it's only a tiny fraction of the real death numbers. That's an average of 983 deaths a month from the COVID kill shot for this age group, which is age of 50, uh, over the age of 50. Okay. Here are the results for this age group for all previous 30 years following all vaccines in VAERS. Now, so we took, we know there's there's been 15,000 deaths in 15 months, almost thousand deaths per month and we know that's not even remotely what the true number is just from the covid kill shot then we look at the last 30 years of all vaccines combined <laughs> okay 30 years okay of all vaccines not just i mean covid excluded but we're talking you know everything mmr whatever every pertussis diphtheria whatever chickenpox there were a total of 1,590 deaths recorded following all vaccines for the previous 30 years. Now, I'm I'm sure it was much higher than that, but still, let's round it up to 1,600 deaths. All vaccines for the previous 30 years for people older than 50. So if we divide that number by 360 months, which represents 30 years, we get a monthly average of 4.4 deaths. Now, this is for all vaccines in the last 30 years. Whereas we're getting around 1,000 per month just from the COVID kill shot, just for people 50 and older. That's not including the people younger. 
So 4.4 deaths per month for all vaccines combined in the last 30 years compared to about 1,000 deaths per month just from the COVID kill shot just in the last 15 months. I want people to really, really let this sink in. And, and, and again, we're not even we're not even looking at any kind of reality here. This is the this these these numbers are a joke compared to what the real numbers are. So we, in other words, we have seen a twenty-two thousand percent increase in deaths for people over the age of fifty following a COVID nineteen vaccine vaccines. And the FDA just authorized another booster. For those who are left in this age group, it's a death booster. That's what they should call it. Hey, we're, you know, um, the devil's like, man, you guys are really resilient. You've, you've taken three of these uh, COVID kill shots and you're still kicking. Well, here's your force. I mean, man, hopefully this will, you know, kick you off into eternity, get you six feet under. Because, I mean, it's a miracle you're still walking and living. But here you go. Here's here's your fourth one. But who cares? The corporate media owned by Big Pharma wants everyone to worry about Russia instead right now. While the FDA's crimes go unpunished and they continue to produce and distribute more deadly shots. I mean, you know, pretty much. Okay, and I can squeeze in one more report here. Uh, Virginia Ricci, a French attorney living in France who participated in the work of the citizen jury with Reiner Fulmick, uh, the attorney who's trying to go after these devils was arrested in her home at dawn on March 22nd in front of her children. The arrest comes three weeks before the head of the French presidential elections. Full mixed team have allegedly been informed that charges involve counterterrorism and possibly treason. Uh, because she, Satan doesn't like being exposed uh, and relate to the passionate work she does for the French people, as well as the world in fighting to restore our God given rights. At the beginning of the year, Virginia Rica in partnership with her colleagues uh, Jean Pierre Joseph and other two and two other jurists filed a complaint before the head of the investigating judges on behalf of the associations of bondsense.org AMSIB and the collective of resistant mayors against parliamentarians who validated a law on mandatory covid-19 vaccination in August of 2021 they did this because the law forced millions of professionals to undergo experimental gene therapy or risk losing their jobs. According to sources close to the case, she was working on a complaint against the political parties and the actions of some of the members. She had just made her public her report entitled Dictatorship 2020. Oh, and imagine that, they arrest her. Yeah. Uh, accusing the government of state terrorism, attacking the fundamental interests of the nation and crimes against humanity. This document was intended to form the basis for a criminal prosecution against the members of government. Now, it, let's say all these people have their hearts in the right place. As far as I know, Fulmic and these people are not Christians. I, I don't see any indication of that. This is a spiritual battle that we're in. And without appealing to the Lord Jesus Christ, I don't see possibly... Where and again, this is just showing you they're going to take these people down. Now, I'm not saying Christians aren't going to suffer persecution. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that I believe that you know primarily this is an absolute total satanic agenda, and you have to address it um, from a Christian spiritual perspective if you hope of having any kind of victory. Uh, 
This flagrant violation of rights demonstrates that there's no more freedom of speech and proves that if we speak out, as Virginia Reiki has done, that we will be persecuted. Well, you know, that's not going to make me give up, though. Uh, I, it's horrible. It's totally horrible. And God bless her. And I, I thank God for what she's done. But, you know, we got to just keep persecuting. We, we, persecuting. we have to keep persevering to be a good soldier in Christ and to not give up and to run the race and pray that we're accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man, as Jesus said we should be doing. And that we're more than overcomers through the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's all I have today. Um, God bless you, and Lord willing, we will see you. I, I should be releasing a newsletter this week, though, too, as well. Uh, God bless you, and see you in the next study. Lord willing.